0: This week we talk with Ryan Grandin, a black belt training out of North Coast Jiu-Jitsu. It was great to speak with him about how he trains, his thoughts on training for competition, his recovery regimen, and teaching. Ryan is a great professor and training partner who spends extra time building the skill set of those around him and is a really tough role on the mats. On the lighter side, Ryan tells us a funny story about his first competition after only a few months of training, and that competition just happened to be the Pan Ams. Soon he'll be opening his own gym in Texas, and we can't wait to see what the future has in store for him and his family. I hope you enjoy the podcast and being part of the conversation.
1: BJJ Matt Times.
0: Ryan, thanks for joining us this evening. No problem.
1: Thanks for having me. It's going to be good
0: times, man. I'm Looking forward to our conversation, Me seeing too. what we're gonna talk about. Heck yeah. It's gonna be jujitsu, I can tell you. That. I have a yeah, I have a good feeling about that. <laughs> All right. Man, so uh you're one of the black belts at the gym, yeah, training out a North Coast jujitsu with us. Yep, that's right. And Correct. we know you have a history with with, with jujitsu because mm-hmm. we talked to Andrew a few weeks back. Oh yeah. And he kinda clued us in on some he of did. that. He did, He uh, did. talking about, you know, how when he got his brown belt and and kind of your history together with him. Yep. And so Man, tell us about your jiu-jitsu story, how you got started and how you went from white belt BBR to black belt BBR. BBR. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. that's right. yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I'll say this is, um, I was introduced to jiu-jitsu like what well, seems to be like 90% of people, UFC one, right? <laughs> Boy, it's crazy. I mean, how many times you heard that, right? Yeah. It's um, true though. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like when, when UFC one just happened. Basically, my dad told me about these fights that he watched a while ago, and this guy named Royce Gracie was just destroying everybody. As like, I was really interested in that, I was like, "Okay, cool." And when I became, you know, a teenager, I was like, "I want to learn more about this, and I want to watch those fights." He's like, "Okay, well, let me go get them. They're on VHS tape." So <laughs> that's back in the day. That's back in the day. So we got them from his friend, and we watched these uh, UFC fights. I was like, "Wow, you know, like this guy's just killing everybody." And you look at this guy. I mean. I'm sure most, most people listening right now have I've seen it. You know, just a tall, skinny, lanky guy. Doesn't really look like a very strong dude, but just, like, killing. Like, just monsters, right? Like, just these huge, like, beasts, behemoths, you know? Wrestlers, kickboxing backgrounds, uh, you know, you name it. it. Like, it was clear that martial arts has changed, like, since that day. You know, since UFC 1, like, martial arts has completely changed. I was like, okay, well, I want to learn about this. So we started looking um, for gyms to train at, for Gracie Jiu-Jitsu is what we call it. We actually – and you know what we, we did? We actually ordered – but had actually ordered myself and himself a gi at the house. also awesome. <laughs> And some mats and some belts and, uh, and he, he even got this book called The Gracie Way, which is like this old school book just all about the Gracies, you know. And, uh, my dad called, um, the, the Gracie Academy, I think where they were selling the geese. And, uh, he actually spoke to like one of Horion's sons and he, the, Horian, uh, he, he had his, uh, he had like everybody in the family, like sign the book and all that stuff. So that was like really meaningful. That was really cool. Really nice guy. And so we got these geese and I'm like, wow, you know, we got the VHS tapes on, you know, on some really old school moves. And, uh, we started practicing a little bit and then I'm like, Hey dad, I want I want to try this move on you. And my dad was into it kind of, but I was like really interested in it a little more than he was. I think he wasn't as much of a believer in the very beginning. And then he still talks about this. I'm like this skinny kid, you know, probably about like 15 years old or so. And my dad's like just huge. He's like in his prime. And then – he, my, just put your head right here in, my, in the guillotine. And I like, said, okay, sure. Like, <laughs> what's the big deal? So I just get and realize this is no experience on my level, too. So I just get get him in this guillotine and I just like wrench his neck and <laughs> I cut off his hair, like completely cut him off. And he doesn't know the tap, he doesn't know any of that stuff. And I almost just put my dad to sleep in the kitchen. And he's like, oh man, he's like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And, anyways, but at that point, he was a believer. He's like, wow, this stuff's really powerful. So at that point we decided to go ahead and, and uh, look for other gyms to train, look, look for a gym to train at. So we found uh, Gracie Baja uh, led by Marcelo Piera and we trained there. I, I really loved it. He's, uh, he's the one who really taught I me mean, everything I know about collar sleeve guard, like foot on the hip, foot on the bicep. He's just so good at just like pulling people in for triangles from that, from that spot. I remember like we would just have lines going around the room. He'd just like line up everybody. It'd be like 40 people, like almost all Marines, by the way. You know, it's like right down there by an ocean side, right? in ocean side. And he would just like, he'd be like in the middle and okay, whoever, you know, gets tapped out back in the line. And he would just be like collar sleeve, foot on the bicep, foot on the hip, stretch them out and pull them right up in a triangle, tap. Like just everybody, like same move every single time. Like I was like, wow, that's a really powerful technique. Um, so yeah, I learned a lot from him. I really did appreciate his tutelage, being under his tutelage, and everything like that.
0: So you had at this point, you mm-hmm. you were at Gracie Baja mm-hmm. and lots of Marines, and you're getting oh that, yeah that that sleeve foot on the bicep. The bicep. And my sleeve, dad,
1: yeah. that's when I realized like strength is actually an important part of the game, like physical strength. Because my dad is super super strong. To this day, he's just a monster, you know. Yeah. And he's like what sixty five now. And he would go down there just as a white belt, just knowing just the basics and purple belts could not tap him. You know, like, yeah, like he was, he was having, like, he wouldn't like purple belts were having such a hard time with him. You got that big grip strength and yeah, all that. Really good grip strength, really good base. I mean, farmer lifting weights like every night and, uh, and just, even just training once a week. He just gave people such a problem, you know? And watching that, I was like, wow, like that's, I can see how that's kind of important. But at the same time, I also learned like techniques are also really important. And I learned like you can't keep making the same mistakes. I was training over there at uh, Marcelo Piero's gym. And then we switched over to Micho. We found about Micho Grubbs, who's over in Vista at the time. And um, he was basically subletting from like a karate gym. And he he had, you know, it, it was really fun. So after all the karate classes were over, we basically all just met up. And uh stayed with him for a few years. I got my blue belt and my purple belt under Micho. And basically, right when I signed up to his gym, he's like, hey, man, uh, we're going to do this tournament, like like my first month or two in. And I want, you, uh, I want you to compete. I want to compete in this tournament. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I'm a little nervous to do it, but sure, I'll do it. Why not? And you know, I'm a white belt, like just haven't had that much experience in, in jiu-jitsu at all. No one told me that it was, like, going to be, like, one of these big tournaments. And then, yeah, it's up in Long Beach and, or, or, um, or Anaheim, you know, like, one of those convention centers up there,
0: right? Yeah, and you're thinking, like, hey, I'm just going to go to another An- gym gonna and we're just going to hang out. Yeah. We're going to do some yeah. jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah and sure. I'm like,
1: yeah, we'll do it. Maybe, it. maybe it's, like, some, like, little little tournament. So we go up there, right? And it turns out it's the, it's the, uh, the Pan Ams. I'm like, oh man, you know, but I, I didn't realize the magnitude of that tournament and like until I knew there's a lot of people there. I was like, wow, there's a lot of people at this tournament, right? I didn't know the magnitude of that tournament until like years later. I was like, wow. And uh, I get there, we drive all the way up there, we stay at my uncle's house that night. I weigh in, I weighed in like 169, I was in the 169 category and below, and uh, it was no gi. And, as soon as I enter the building, they're calling my name. I'm like, whoa! I didn't even have time to like take it all in, you know, because a lot of these tournaments you're kind of sitting around forever. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Man. Oh yeah, it's yeah, terrible. You're
0: there it's you're hanging horrible out,
1: horrible and... for hours sometimes. Right? They're calling my name right away. I'm like, oh my gosh! Let me get my rash guard on, my shorts on, my tap out shorts on. Back in the day, <laughs> remember those? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I get out there, and I'm super nervous. And uh, but my dad's like, and I don't have any takedown experience. My dad said just. Don't overthink it. Just pick him up and throw him on the ground. You know, like just get him in a body lock and like just kind of like run him down. You know. So first guy, I go, I get him in a body lock. I squeeze him, I suck his hips in, and I take him down. I mount him, and then somehow I wind up in like a mounted triangle, and I finish him with a triangle. I'm nice. Like, what? Sweet. And the next guy, I take him down. I he turtles up. I spin to the back and I run a choke, tap him out, tap him out too. Next guy. I talked to out. I can't remember exactly how. In the, in the finals, my dad says, whatever you do, do not shoot in. You don't have any practice like with with, sh- with shots, like takedown shots. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to shoot in. I'm going to try it out. Let's do it. And I shoot in and the guy runs to my back. And they scores two points on me because I pulled a guard from there. I'm like, I should have listened to my dad, you know? <laughs> I ended up winning like two to ten. But um so I took first place at that tournament. So that was my first tournament. The first tournament was the Pan Ams first place. So I'm like, cool, we're off to a good start. And I trained, kept training there, and then uh, and then I got my blue belt, my purple belt there. Andrew started training there too. I think when I was a white was he was he there when I was a white ball or blue But when you've been in this game for so long it's like, it's, Oh yeah, it's I'm sure it's like yeah it's a lot to remember. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. is. It's crazy. I think he was there when I was a white ball. I think I was still pretty new when Andrew started as well. And uh, I was like, Andrew, this guy's a monster. You know, he's just got crazy good takedowns. He earned my respect right away. We went to a couple, couple of like his, little, his fights. Like, he had these, I don't even know if you to call him MMA, but there's like no referee, bare knuckle. He's just like smashing people. It's like a little tournament kind of thing. I was like, that was awesome. And uh, <laughs> it's pretty brutal uh, seeing Andrew do that. And I was like, okay, cool. You have the right to marry my sister. You have earned the right. <laughs> good Christian man, you know? Yeah. Yeah, oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> no, he is a good guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. And um oh yeah, so training with Michio had a great time. Learned so much from him. So much of my game now is from Michio. Like so many things. Like if you watch Michio roll, you'd be like, "Wow, he does a lot of stuff that Ryan does too." And um love Michio. Great guy. Always have a lot of my love my heart for him because he's taught me so much. And um all the guys who train there too. Actually uh another person who trained there was um Lloyd Marshbanks, who actually, who was it, who, who was it that talked to you about that? Um, Taylor, Taylor talked to you about. He doesn't say, yeah. as Taylor. Yeah, yeah, Taylor did. He he talked about that for a while.
0: Yeah, they did. Uh, they did some training together, yeah, and yeah, I think that's he, right. he, he uh, went went to his place, and they had yeah. a full gym set up. Yeah, and exactly. And he helped so him small world. The, we talked about that for a while. Some MMA,
1: yeah, matches. Yeah, really yeah. fun. Really cool so um it's funny because lloyd actually in one of the tournaments actually when i was a brown belt um he actually filmed me came up with my hey you want to film me doing this match and he's like yelling at me the whole time uh for every match in that tournament he he filmed me so that was cool
0: so at this time are you still at oh, yeah, michio so at this time still,
1: no still at michio and you're a purple
0: belt or a blue belt I, at this time
1: purple uh, i was with him through white mm-hmm. blue and purple and then from there uh, I get a job down in, like, San Diego area, so I got to move. You know, yeah. Vista's just too far. That 70 was just too far. Still got a lot of love, love for those guys, I like guess I mentioned before. Uh, so now I'm down there. I'm looking for gyms. I'm actually – we lived in Poway at this time. And um, trained with under – another person who trained with me, uh, with me, his name is Steve Gable. And that guy's a tough guy. I learned a lot of stuff from him, a lot of mental toughness stuff. Like, he's just – when you roll with him, he'll he'll – you know, he'll kind of talk some trash to you a little bit, and then you'll kind of talk some trash back like, like that kind of vibe. He's uh, he's also an MMA fighter. And uh he he just wants to just, you know, he really loves to go hard and really train hard. And I think that's why that's obviously why he does so well. Um I also trained with him later on. Like he invited me a few times to Studio 540 back in, you know, I would train there, snapped my arm in half. <laughs> Literally, I got, I got taken down. And I posted I shouldn't have done that, I should have slapped the mat. Didn't want to accept the takedown, right? And snapped my arm completely in half. Wow. Yeah, my wife had to pick me up outside, and, and you know, and Steve Gable's like, "Hey, man, you all right? You, know, you, you, you all right? I know you'll be okay. Here, here's some ice." And he ran inside and just kept training because he had worlds coming up. Oh, <laughs> That's brutal. It brutal. Yeah. yeah, that was just crazy.
0: And, and so you're training there, and yeah, now so now you switched from Pauway, from Michos. Michos, you're at Poway MMA yeah, Pau right Pau now. Him,
1: Yep, training mm-hmm. over there with
0: like, with the snapped arm. Yeah. Well, no, actually, <laughs> that was later. This.
1: I I kept training with him later, in just different places and stuff. <laughs> oh, He's just a friend. And he's also a friend of my dad's too. Mm-hmm. We ended up buying a place in Rancho Penasquitos, like a little condo. And then at that point, I'm like, okay, I got to find another place to train. And, um, and then I trained with Andrew Eatson for a while, um, whom I really liked. I really liked Andrew Eatson. And he's he knows a lot of judo. I honestly never really learned judo that well. All my takedowns, if you watch my takedowns, like they're all like more wrestling-based. They're not really judo-based at all. Even when people ask me to throw people, I'm like – <laughs> I'll, I'll double doubling you you know and lift you up. saw that last night yeah 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 i don't feel comfortable trying to do like a solid like hip throw
0: hey those pickups though, though that that full like wwf or yeah. wwe now sure. pickup that you did with the spin around and you all like that, that one was awesome dude <laughs> i was like yeah, yeah 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 i was like yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's something different you know yeah, it was super cool 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 so, uh, you're, so you're, no, you're, you're now, uh,
0: Andrew Eaton mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you're, you're moving on to yep. train with him. And I or? love
1: that guy. He's a nice guy. And, um, his gym is in forest ranch now, really successful school, really great instructor, really great communicator, great friend. I still talk to him. Actually, I had lunch with him, uh, like a few weeks ago. So we're still really cool. And, uh, I actually had to move again. So I'm like, dude. Oh man! So you know?
0: now we're in this moving phase. Yeah, you are moving. From-
1: yeah, because yeah. well, I rented, and then I bought a condo. I now I want to buy a house, but now I'm in Escondido. It, 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 that with with the timing, of my work hours, it just didn't really work out, you know. But uh, Andrew Eatson, he's a great dude too. He's a really great guy. And moved to Escondido, and I actually got um, a job opportunity from um, this guy named Johnny Hughes, who, who um, who owns North North County MMA Mm -hmm. in Escondido. So I went over there. I started training at the MMA gym, taught there for a long time. Like maybe, well, when I say a long time, like what, maybe three, four years. I'm not sure exactly. It was great. A lot of, I, I, man, I love those guys at at North County MMA there. They're really, really great training partners, really great students. And I trained there for a, for a while. And, and actually, um, I'm like, okay, I need to get promoted somehow, right? I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. I have my purple belt. I'm going to do another competition first, right? And at this point, uh, I did in gi- I did gi and no gi. In the gi, I ended up doing heavyweight because there was nobody in middleweight because I was only like 185 at the time. And I ended up getting like kimura you know, in my first match. And I'm like, dang it. But then i got but then I got in in the nogi, I got put in my weight class, and I was able to take first place in that tournament too, nice, yeah, so I was doing okay in on the tournament scene, so I'm going to this tournament with a little high level confidence, I'm a purple belt, I'm getting in good shape, and um and then so I signed up for this tournament. And then I get like this really bad like bronchial infection like right before the tournament. And I'm That's like, super brutal. It was really really bad. I felt like my lung capacity was like the like the lung capacity of like a hamster. You know, <laughs> it was bad. So I signed up for the tournament. Like, well, I should just do it anyways, and I did it. And my parents were there. I was like, okay. I'm not feeling that confident this time. I shot in for a double. I was in deep and, like, even watching the footage, it's like, wow, like, I could not finish that double. I was like, so in deep on that thing, you know? And the guy actually got me in, like, a baseball bat choke. Yeah, caught me. So as I go down in the baseball bat choke, I'm like, I remember, like, watching, like, because I don't really have a lot of experience with baseball bat chokes. It's, like, not like a choke I run across all the time. Now I know how to deal with them. But at the time, I, I didn't really know. I'm like, okay, cool. Like Basically, you let the guy pass the guard and it gets real tight. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm past the guard. Uh, I feel fine, and it's also more of a blood choke than it is like my wind, like a windpipe choke, where it's like tap, you know, I can't breathe, right? And all I know is I fell asleep like right there. <laughs> it was so sad, dude. And I woke up and I thought I won. I was like, heck yeah, you know, because I'm kind of yeah. used to winning at this place. <laughs> and i get up and i'm like like kind of brushing my shoulders off like okay on to the next one you know yeah. and then i stand next to the ref he grabs my wrist and he lifts the other guy's hand up and, and i look and i look at my parents and like my mom like she looked like she had just seen a ghost like just <laughs> <laughs> like just seeing me on car just like that on the mat was like the worst thing that she could have possibly seen and my dad's jaw just dropped like oh man that's bad you know <laughs> and um it's funny because, and, and so, and so basically, so, so,
0: ahead, and again, 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 your dad, he's like, he's like, Hey, I told you don't shoot in. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. I should have listened. the second time. I'm not telling you again. <laughs> oh, so oh, that man, happened. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And it's funny. Cause you know, I was saying, and now my, but yeah, my mother-in-law's place, we were at her, her house the night before. And I was just, I was just telling her how like yeah, sometimes when people lose, like real bad like they get choked out or they get their arm broken or something like that like the owner will like send them like give them some gives them gives them some free free shirts and stuff that way like they're happy they don't come back and sue the promoter of the thing so I get a bunch of free shirts oh. <laughs> and I come back to my mother in law's house. She's like, You got knocked out, huh? Oh, <laughs> Look yeah. at all those free shirts. I'm like, Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I have clothes Dip for the asleep. next year. It was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so that was really fun. Not fun, but you know what? But you know what? It was a really good learning experience because for all those who are really, really scared to step up and compete who have not done yet, I think everyone should at least do one competition. Oh, yeah do one and if you like it keep doing it if you don't don't you know if you feel like you want to like if you're like me where you like to do a few and then you like to take a, take like a long like years long of a break and then do a few again when you get that itch that's fine too or you don't want to do it anymore that's fine i think everyone should try at least one though where was yeah. it oh yeah so, so i got choked out i'm asleep yeah. right I'm asleep. i wake got a up bunch i of thought free, i had it
0: bunch of free shirts bunch of free shirts yeah. bunch
1: of free gear yeah you know the promoter is saying just leave us alone you know and um and so i'm like wow i got some things to think about so I got to learn about this baseball at Choke and I found out that guy trained under Majid who actually trains – like his gym, their gym is like real close to North, North County MMA. So I trained in North County MMA. I would – from 6 to 7, I would get in the car. I would like literally switch geese at North County MMA, drive um, to the 7 o'clock class. I would know, be like five minutes late and then I would just train. So I would go from training to training.
0: So, I mean, you go to this competition, yeah. you get choked out with the baseball bat choke at this competition, Correct. and you're like, hey, I have some holes in my game and I yep. need to fix it. Mm-hmm. And so you go from training six to seven, mm-hmm. and you're, are you an instructor too at this time? Yeah, as an instructor, yeah, And at you're Bell. Tra- mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you're instructing, and you're ball? teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah right. say actually, mm-hmm. you're, you're instructing. Sure. And you're training during yep. this. Yep. And then that gets done. You switch a gee and you drive to another school. Exactly. And get down some more.
1: I get down some more. So, yeah. So, I mean, every, Time I train unless I'm injured or sick or something like that. I whenever I teach I always train. Like I always try to do the warm up with everybody. I always try to get, get every rolling with everybody. I think that's really really good. Thing. In fact, that's what I love about Jake. You know, he, he he's he's never like not on the mats. Like he's 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 awesome like that. So I trained over there. Got my brown belt under Rashid. Mm-hmm. Uh Andrew got his purple belt. We both did. I think that was it. The, the color run that we did like the day before. I think it was. He
0: told me about the color red. Yeah, yeah it's on the podcast. There. It's He's like it. yeah.
1: we were all like, you know, got some up. stuff. He's yeah, like, I think my face is pretty good. I think I had it on my hands though, yeah. but uh, so I got my brown belt there. All my students were there to watch too. It was really cool, you know. He and He said
0: the only way you you can get promoted actually if you do a color run before and you have yeah.
1: – <laughs> And roll around like this, like yes. a hot dog and you know, the color stuff. <laughs> that stuff stays on you. I got, It does, yeah. yeah. one of the color runs we did, I got like – they were handing out like like free like fake tattoos. And one tattoo was like pretty – it was like two inches tall, like maybe six inches wide. It's just as happy in all capital letters. I mean I'll just put that on my neck. Probably It'll probably be gone tomorrow, you know? fat happy tattoo just right across my throat and that thing stayed on there for like a week. I was working in the office, like, oh my goodness, like what did you do? Oh goodness, guy. You got a tattoo happy on your on your throat? <laughs>
0: gotta represent, you know. <laughs> represent. I'm a pretty happy guy.
1: Oh, so I trained there and I and and I felt like at that point I now I'm ready for another challenge. I got my brown belt. I do a Nogi tournament then. And I do it and it was adva- it was just the advanced category, which is black belts and brown belts or purple belts if they want to do it too. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to win that tournament. Um it was a tough one. It was a tough tournament. It was a lot of takedowns. Like the last match was just like overtime, right? Because like the way this tournament worked is like you you, you know, obviously you can win by submission or points, but if it's even, then overtime is only takedowns. Like you cannot pull guard. You have to only do take down. So we trained a lot of takedowns for that. And uh, I was, and one of them, my, my in my finals match, like I like it went to went to went to overtime, and I got foot swept, like I foot swept like boom on my butt, but I popped up off my butt, like just right in like a double leg, and I just took him right down. I got stuck in a guillotine, popped my head out, and I won. And
0: and so this is when you're brown belt. This is this right is after you got promoted Correct, to brown belt. Yeah. Bell. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and so in that one, so so. When, when you did the, so he, he got the foot sweep and then you went right into the double leg. So it was, was the, takedown. my butt
1: hits the mat, but he's got yeah. to control the position. So my butt, you know, I'll, I'll post it. So you guys can see it. It's a pretty crazy thing. Like I got swept. I'm like treading back tripping on, on, on my own feet. My butt hits the mat. I just sit up right up, in you know, a double leg. Like even like right now, like when I roll, I love one of my favorite techniques is just when we're in like what I call like, like zone one where it's like you can't really touch me. I can't, you don't have any grips on me. I don't have any grips on you. I'm on my butt in in, in a very offensive position is just exploding off that, off the mat into like an, into a, like into a double leg or a single leg or just an ankle pick. Those were, those techniques work really, really well. That's
0: kind of what you did here. You're like, yeah, or exactly. you got you got pulled back, boom, dropped on your butt. You just boom What's right back I mean? up. Yeah. And yep. when, once you had him in that double leg, yeah, and you controlled it, that was it. That, that was that's it, The correct. end of the match. Yeah. Oh, that was intense. so crazy.
1: I know. And that was in overtime too. Yeah, so funny. Intense. Yeah. 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 Super cool guy. We're cool on Instagram. Reminds
0: me like when we do the the one minute round where it's like, <sighs> yes. hey, one minute, whoever scores next. Yeah. That's seriously. It. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. It's just like that. It's do or die time. Yep. You can finish with this competition. So I finished with this one, and then, uh, and then Johnny's like, "Hey, dude, I, I want you to go under Jeff Clark." And he's like, "Okay, I want you to meet him over here at UFC gym. He owns UFC gym in Oceanside, and this guy's really tough, really good jujitsu, really good pressure." And we built it. We great, built a great friendship. I was kind of, he's kind of giving me like free private lessons and stuff like that. We were we were really working hard together. And he says, "I won't give you. I'm going to give you a black belt test." and uh he's like it's gonna be like three hours of jiu-jitsu like you're gonna have to roll like for like possibly like two to three hours like whenever you just break and i'm like oh man this sounds so intense right i'm sure it was
0: and and just kind of get the time frame of this so how mm -hmm. long like you'd finish this competition how long you've been a a brown, a brown belt before at the, at this point,
1: I want to say I was a brown belt for a couple years. Yeah.
0: And and you'd spent like four or five years at purple. Yeah. Or,
1: yeah. yeah, Something yeah. like that. So, I mean, I've been in the game for a long time. Yeah, And so I'm training for this thing and I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to get in, in really good shape for this black belt test. And I'm like, I know this is going to be a real big test. All my students are going to be there. All my students came out and, um, uh, and, participated actually like they basically just it, it was kind of like king of the hill, but I had to stay out regardless and it it was um it was really tough like basically in leading up to that I would train at night and then I would come home and then I would just run and I would just like run for miles after that i actually uh learned that trick from another training partner that had jesse taylor um he uh he actually won the ultimate fighter and he had such good, good cardio. I was like, man, how do you have such good, such good good cardio? And he said, well, well, right after this, and this is when I was training with Michio too, actually. And and he's like, dude, I should slip in this too. I also trained at at, uh, team quest for a while, just kind of on and off a little bit here and there. So I trained with those guys. Those guys are real tough, but that was like more back in the day. Anyways, with Jesse Taylor, he, he showed me like, yeah, dude, you got to run after class. I'm like okay, so that's what I did for the I I didn't I never just I didn't always do that, but like when it came time for something, that's what I would do. So I I really uh, ran hard after training, trying to get rid of that black belt test because he I was asking Jeff like what do I have to do to prepare for this thing like just like give me something you know he, like he's like give me I'm like just tell me what to do he's like just have good cardio I'm like okay you know I'm a pretty dedicated person right and I ran so hard after training. Everything was going great. This is like during kind of Christmas time because I got my promotion. I think it was December to Black about December, like 2016, I believe it is. And uh, so I'm rolling and I last like two and a half hours, like two and a half, three hours. And I'm actually doing, I'm, I'm hanging in there, you know, no one's caught me anything yet. I'm, I'm like, I'm almost submit people, throw them in the back of the line for a good amount of time. I mean, we're talking like maybe some were taking it easy on me because they like me because they're my students. Sure. Right. So that happened. And then my cardio just completely collapses, like at the end of like two and a half hours of rolling. Like I started having like a like the closest thing to a nervous breakdown that I've ever had in my life. Like I still have it on film. It was crazy. I started like, I started getting tapped out, and then they threw a fresh guy at me, and I cannot get my breath. Like I'm just done. And then I get tapped out again. You know, I'm like just complete. This is after like two and a half hours of like holding my own. You know, doing go, doing well, right? it just like shuts off like you know when you're doing sets like let's just say bench press you know right and then like you, you're, you're flying through right everything's going great and then all of a sudden you just like hit that brick wall you know and like that 10th rep, right and then all of a sudden you cannot get that weight up it's just like you're done you know Yeah.
0: and it's like it's like you're you're moving along you're moving good weight Everything's going great you add like a one pound fractional <laughs> yeah, weight and, you and you're just, just stuck. collapsed yeah, yeah you just exactly can't, can't go yeah.
1: exactly that's what it felt like and oh my gosh like all I remember is I kind of almost blacked out and everyone was like clapping, you know? But my hand, like my, my, my face was like in my hand, like buried in my hands. Like it was intense. And then and then he wrapped the belt around me. Really amazing black belt experience. And uh, that's, you know, Jeff Clark to this day, great friends. Actually just talked to him yesterday on the way to uh, everybody, everybody's, you know, the Christmas party, mm-hmm. the, the belt promotion ceremony, right? Just had a little conversation with him. And uh, he's doing real well. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I love awesome. that guy. He's doing awesome. Anyway, so got my black belt, training at Johnny's, and then, and then like COVID hits. And I'm like, okay, I got to keep training. Like I'm getting out of shape. I got to get back in the game. And jiu-jitsu is a big part of my life. And at the, and at this point, I'm like, okay, I want to start training. Um, and, and just like, hey, you know, um, how about we make – you know, we, we during that time, right, when we're all locked up and everything, you got some time to kind of sit down and think about things, right? You kind of have some time to kind of think about, okay, where you are, where you're going, um, you know, where like you want to be, how you want to get better, what you want to get better at, and I'm, okay, I love teaching at uh, North County MMA. I had a great, you know, it was so much fun, but at the same time, I think it's also a good time for me to kind of like advance my per when this is a little bit over this COVID stuff. I wanna advance myself a little bit and be under somebody. I wanna start learning again. I want to start kind of being under somebody again and uh like be a student again. And coaching, of course I love coaching you guys whenever I can. It's awesome. But at that point, Andrew's, Andrew is always telling me about, you know, Jake and, and uh and his school and Chris at the time. And I'm like, okay, cool, I'll have to check it out sometime. I finally go over there. I was like, wow, these guys are good. These guys are really, really good. I was so tired <laughs> the first time when I was so gassed out. <laughs> I rolled with Jake. I got tapped out of like a million times. Like, Taylor was so tough. You know, Terrence, just super, super tough. I just saw these guys, like, almost like in my head, like in the fire, like in the the fiery furnace, like just getting so tough with each other. You know, like they say in the Bible, right? Iron sharpens iron, right? I was like, wow, that was really hard. On the drive home, like, okay, I could just thinking to myself, I could do one of two things. I can just stick to just kind of being comfortable and maybe not progressing as fast as I could, or if I really want to progress, I can sign up at this gym and be among some really, some other really, really tough people. And including Jake who's just so incredibly good, obviously amazing and pushed me so hard. If I want to get better, what's the obvious answer? You know, obviously I want to train at a place where I get pushed really, really hard and, 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 um, we're all really, really, really get better. Because at the other gym, I was also like the biggest guy, like physically, like the biggest. At this gym, I and mean, there's a lot of big guys too. Jake's huge. He's a monster. He's got size. He's got some size got to some, him, dude.
0: And he feels like he weighs 400 pounds. Oh my when gosh. He's doing he feels like a thing, refrigerator yeah. on oh, your man. chest. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously. I'm like, when's this going to be over? This yeah. <laughs> hurts so much. Yeah. I think I'm dying. I think I'm dying. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Uh tell oh, my man. kids I love them. Yeah, so, you know <laughs> it, it-
0: I think one of the great things is you feel those different levels, mm-hmm. like, like where I'm at, right? Because you're, you know, I'm, I'm at blue belt, man. I'm, I'm, I'm on the at the beginner end of this of this chain, and and I get to feel all those different
1: levels across.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you go through and you roll with the purple belts, the brown belts, and the black belts, and then and then you you roll with guys who've been training for five years, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, twenty five years, and you roll through this and you feel that difference in experience, mm-hmm. and it's just fun to be out there and just enjoy that and oh yeah the camaraderie the team the community and yep. we sit back there and we just beat up on each other yeah all night oh, and man. not in a malicious way we just no. get down yeah. and make each other each other just 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 work for it
1: yeah those are the roles it's I. Amazing. those are the roles i love the most like yeah. when both guys or girl, you know, are you know, just bringing it, right? And you both leave just a little bit banged up, you know, like just, you know, just a it was a little bit, bit of a yeah. war. Like I love leaving class, like knowing I got a good workout. Like again, I'm a fitness person, right? Like I don't like leaving class being like, eh, I don't really feel like I'm going to be like at all sore tomorrow. Like I don't feel like I, like I got a great workout. Like at, at North, at, at, you know, North Coast Jiu Jitsu. I really feel like we get a good workout in. there's just yeah. really tough guys.
0: And, and do you ever like like I know with me when when I'm rolling and and you know obviously I. Surgery and everything, so I'm yeah. kind of chilling right now. Yeah, sure. But there's a lot of nights when I go there and and I go hard and I get down and it's like if I don't feel slightly defeated, mm-hmm. did I really put the effort in? Yeah, I know, right? You, you know, we're just relaxing. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's like like if if I'm not just just kind of physically just beat down, yeah, did I really put everything I had? Yeah, exactly. And and it, it, that that's that's the the hard part. And you know, and that I, I was talking about this I think last week. Possibly the week before when you put that effort in there on mm-hmm. the mat mm-hmm. and like you, if it's hard, you know, you're getting better. Oh, dude, yeah. you know it. And that's the only way that yeah. you have to push yourself. Yeah. You have to make it difficult. That's, that's like, what creates growth.
1: Yeah. That's like one of the best parts about jiu-jitsu in my personal opinion is just that mental mental toughness aspect where it's like, it. Re- not only is it like a technical game, right? Where it is like, a, in a sense, it is like a chess match, but really... You're also just like putting your head against another person's head, and and you really are just going at it. And like I th- like that's why strength and conditioning is such an important thing because it does build that mental toughness and it does build that cardio and strength right to where the point where it's like it's a great feeling when 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 you have that cardio and you, and you have that explosion and you look at your and you look at your your training partner who and this is like more of a comp- competitive role situation and you can see their head. And you're on top and you see their head just kind of like lay against the mat and you see that they're just wilting. And you just smell – you're like a shark that just smells blood in the water, you know?
0: You see you're getting that advantage and it's time to push it even Yeah, exactly, exactly,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: And, and, and When you talk about your cardio mm-hmm. and and your training and you're sure. getting ready for these competitions, mm-hmm. like what do you do – for your cardio workup, like right, like right now, let's say, say if mm-hmm. you're getting ready to compete, what does your training program look like? Cause I'm interested mm-hmm. in this. Cause sure. I know, I know you've competed, mm-hmm. you've competed a lot and, and you talk about that cardio piece and pushing it. So how does someone that that's out there, that's looking going like, Hey, I want to be that competitor that can push that pace. I want to push that pace at the gym. I want to push that pace out there at the next competition. How do we train for that? For sure.
1: Well, just know this, that that your cardio is the one thing that is in your control. It really is. It's the thing. It's it's what's the most in your control. Sometimes you can't make class. You have family. You have certain things going on. You have class at night. You got your job. You can always make time for cardio because you don't need a second person to do that. Now, my cardio routine, actually, it kind of dropped off a little bit for a second there. Honestly, I, I, like when when Jake was training really hard with me, like I love those times. Like those are just some really, really, really good times, right? Where I was learning so much because he's just so good. And afterwards, I'd be like, "So where did I make a mistake?" And he would show me, and uh, and then I would like learn from that mistake, and then I would try not to make that mistake again and roll with him again. And but like I'm kind of getting back into it now. But as far as what I think is the best for cardio is, you want to have anaerobic cardio, anaerobic cardio. So for me, I realize I'm a family guy. I can't spend as much time in jiu-jitsu as I'd like to. But here's kind of like what would be, be like a prime routine for me. When you go to class, go twice a week, but go to both classes. So that way you get, you're, you're doubling up. You got four classes in, right? That week, just right there. And then I have this very specific jiu-jitsu workout. I have mats at my house where I just do it by myself. And it's a bunch of different, different drills. And it lasts, it's 30, it's 30 seconds on, 10 seconds off. But you're just doing all these different drills, even with a heavy bag that's like, I don't know, maybe 60 pounds. I'm not sure how heavy it is, but there's a lot. I mean, it's about, mm, I'm not sure how many, uh, how many, it's about 22 different workouts actually. 30 seconds on going as hard as you possibly can. Like when you shrimp, you shrimp as explosively as you possibly can for 30 seconds. You rest for 10 seconds. It's barely enough to look at the paper to see what you're doing next. And then you get right into, you know, Torriando Passes. And these this work this is more of an anaerobic cardio workout because you're just constantly switching it up. But you're building your your jiu jitsu mechanics. You're building that muscle memory on how to pass, how to shrimp, how to do double legs, how to shoot for a single, how how to bridge, how to trap and roll. All these all these how to how to do um, you know inverted rolling and things like that. And you're just doing these things as hard as you can for thirty seconds, ten seconds off, on to the next one. It takes about six fifteen to sixteen minutes for each one. And then you rest one minute and then you do it again. So it's 30 seconds of just really, really, really hard, hard work. That alone, if I could just give you one workout, I would say do that. You would not, you will not, you'll be so surprised on how good you will become at just like passing, like just stepping around somebody's guard, just bam, you know, like immediately you're in on your stomach, stepping around the head, they turn into you, bam, you're around their back. It's from doing these drills. And then the next day, well, and that's by the way, I lift before I do that. So I'll lift weights and then I'll do yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. You know, come on. Oh, that, right? you get
0: that that's that's the, the pre workout. That's, that's the pre workout. That's to get you worn out yeah. so you're so you're so you're hurting when you're <laughs> yeah, doing that. Yeah, work, yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I lift weights and then I do that. The next day I'll go ahead and lift weights again. I lift like five days a week and then I'll go ahead and do like a run after that.
0: And so, so like right now, so you're saying, Hey, Mm -hmm. boom, we're going to get this cardio workout. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to jump in there and I'm Mm -hmm. hitting these 22 or so different moves for 30 seconds, 10 seconds off. And I'm working it and I'm working this anaerobic workout. And then, and before this, I've done my lifting Mm -hmm. and I'm working out five days a week. And, and also I'm going to squeeze two classes in while I'm at it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I go to two classes Monday, Tuesday. Those are my resting days for lifting and, Mm -hmm. and that sort of stuff. And then, so, and then. You you, you you throw in a couple runs in there, you know, just – you can just start out with just start out to like three to five miles,
0: right? And, and so when when you're talking running, are you like moving at a super fast pace or just a steady pace over you wanna, a long period?
1: Yeah. You know, I'm going to say this. Like you got to know your own heart. Like don't – like don't – like and you got to know your knees. You got to know your hips. I've seen a lot of people really kind of jack themselves up running, like just pushing themselves too hard, too fast. Even if you are a little heavier, like right now, it sucks running. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a heavy dude right now. You do. Uh, it sucks. It's like the last thing I do. We're in that eighth ton club. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but um, I would say as like to your running where you cannot keep a conversation, but at the same time, you can listen to, listen to a little bit of, um, you know, a Goggins podcast or something like that. Something that really makes you motivated, you know? Um, Or just maybe some heavy metal music or something just like that. Something going know? on in
0: your ears and yep. you just keep moving. Yeah,
1: exactly. But you're not completely just done because that builds up your cardio, your your aerobic cardio. And then the next day, lift. And then if I can if have someone come over and train with me, I feel like this is really good. If you, if you go to mat time, open mat or something, you can find some time where you can just get you and just like one training partner and just focus on like what you like to do. Like – like, you love – like, you're getting really good at, at, like, those technical stand-up get-ups and, like, into, like, snap-downs and stuff like that and running around the back just, like, off – like, you're building a great game off that game, you know? If you can get someone to your house or or meet them at, at Open Mat, you know, or maybe stay after class for a little bit just work out some way to kind of, like, work with somebody and, like, drill those moves that you really like. Not just anything. Like, I like this now, you know what I mean? Like, just try to be specific to your game and just focus on drilling the things that you like. Like, if you love Deep Half Guard, like, just drill Deep Half Guard. And the next week, drill the, the you know, over under passing. If you like over under passing, whatever it is, but figure out like what you like to do and drill those techniques. And I'm saying this is like ideal. You know, I'm not saying I always do this. I'm saying like this is ideal. Like if you have something coming up, this is what I like to do, and I think it really does help. You know, and then again, you have another guy come over again later on, uh, like another day, and you just it's just real hard training. You if you want, you can get some lifting in before. Five five minute rounds, one minute rest. Hard training, just rolling the whole time. And somebody who's preferably like really good, you know, in comparison, you know, like at least your level, right? Somebody that's going to push you. Yeah, somebody's that's really going to push you. And then you do back escape. So you and you're fighting for your life to get out. He starts on your back. You fight until you get out. If you if if he, it turns out he mounts you, you got to keep fighting. If it turns out you know you know he gets you an normal platter, you got to get out of the normal platter. You you just have to. Get completely out into, into a good, secure, safe position. I do that on each side, so like the seatbelt be one way, and then the next time I'll do the seatbelt on the other side. For example, just when, when he's when he's on my back, and then I do it to him. And I'm when I'm on the back, I'm like I'm going for it, like I'm going for chokes over the chin. I don't care, you know what I mean? Like for me and my like, like the way I see it, like chokes over the chin is like it, it depends on the school. Some schools are like that's that's wrong to do that. I'm like for me, I think that's totally fine. It's totally legitimate. But you know, then again, I'm kind of weird, right? Because then I'm like heel hooks. I'm like I don't like those. Oh, my knees are crazy. very vulnerable. Like. When I first started, not to get off too much of a tangent, but when I first, you know, kind of started training over over, over at a North Coast, like my knee was like wobbly, like I couldn't do takedowns, I couldn't do any, like especially takedowns. I felt like my knee was like on ice, you know, like just like sliding back and forth. But then I started really training using this guy named T- Knee Over Toes guy on Instagram. Oh yeah, highly recommend that guy. Amazing, amazing, unorthodox methods to strengthen the knee, and my knee feels so much better. But I digress. Anyways. So then you're 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 training, and then you're and then you're doing the same thing for side mount. You start him out on one side, and then you start him out on the other side. Then you on top of him. He gets he he's getting the same work as you are. So you gotta get you gotta like find someone who has the same mindset as you, equally minded person, and that can be hard sometimes. Some person that really wants to do all this stuff, right? Yeah. Um. So then, and then the same thing with the uh, the mount. And then by, the, by the time the mount comes around, you're so tired. Like you already rolled 30 minutes like real hard, right? You, you've you already escaped the back. you escaped the side mount. And then now you have this guy mount on you and your arms all stretched out. And you're just done. Like you just want to quit at that point. But
0: You're going to get down until you're tired. Yep. You're going to do rounds until you're tired. Yep. And then we're going to go into these these base positions yep. of jujitsu, And then we're going to drill them and drill them and drill them. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Or fight
1: out of them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got to get out. And – for me like the the escapes are a huge important piece of the puzzle especially as you kind of get better you don't find yourself getting your guard pass as much as you do when you're like a blue belt you know what i mean it just doesn't happen as much like you're not inside mount as much on bottom so getting that work in really helps to kind of like keep yourself sharp and one thing that gives does like give you the confidence to kind of like pull the trigger so to speak when you're rolling is just knowing or like being confident in your escapes like knowing that okay like if he does pass my guard i'll throw up this triangle because i know that one I have good cardio, you know. He's going to get a before I am, probably. Right, guys. I'm not saying I have the great cardio right now. I'm just saying yeah. ideally. Ideally, I'm saying I'm, yeah, I'm sucking down way. these Mountain Dews. You know what I mean? I got a Red Bull on the Heck way. Yeah. And uh, so don't think that like, this is how I, who, who I am like right now. I'm saying like when you're ready for competition, yeah. really more more competition. Yeah, because that's the scope of what. Like,
0: hey, how did you get yeah. to these competitions? Yeah, for sure. And 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 and. You know, have that cardio and be able to get after it like yep. you did.
1: And be able to pull the trigger and just like be like, I know I'm not going to get tired in this match because it's not going to happen. So that's the last thing in my mind. So I can just go hard. If I if I get caught in something, I, I'm going to be able to escape. That makes you – gives you even more confidence to be aggressive because let's be honest. Like, like a lot of times people don't want to try to pass a guard because they're afraid that they're going to get caught in something. But if you know that, hey, my escapes are good, I'll just keep working my way out of it, you know?
0: That makes sense because like, it's like, hey, if I know mm-hmm. that I'm if I'm confident in mm-hmm. my escapes, I'm mm-hmm. I'm more willing to go on the offensive because anything that I mess up or, mm-hmm. or you know, get caught along the way, I'm going to get out of it. Yep. Because I'm yep. confident in how I can get out. And, and they going through all this. So that's intense. Yeah. Like all this. How do mm-hmm. you recover from that?
1: Oh, man. Recovery is important. It is. It is important. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because it is brutal, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, gotta listen to your body, you know, as far as like it you, it, you really <laughs> you gotta be careful, you gotta make sure you you take in the right stuff.
0: A lot of acai.
1: A lot of acai. <laughs> you gotta get your IC in. I mean, my sub so, I mean, basically I I like I'm all natural, like I don't take any steroids or anything like that. Why not? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanna be able to maintain like my testosterone level you know, on, without having to take anything later, you know?
0: So you take some
1: supplements. That, I do take like, supplements. So, yeah. yeah that, I, I can tell you a little bit about that. Yeah. You want to hear what I, mm-hmm. what I take? Yeah. Sure. So, so
0: what's your, what's your supplement So I get
1: up, like? so I'll just tell you, tell you like a little bit more of a breakdown of like my daily routine. Mm-hmm. I'll make it real quick. I get up, I take the stuff called OPC3, which is like this antioxidant that's, it's really, really like a fine powder. You mix it up with some water and it makes it isotonic, which means that when you drink it, it's the same, like... Level is like your bloodstream. It just flows right in your bloodstream. So you don't really need to digest it. So it, free, it eliminates a lot of free radicals. So you take it on an empty stomach. It really makes you just a healthier person. Because at the end of the day, you want to be healthy before anything. So you do that for your health. And then I'll make some my other little concoction. I'll, I'll have multivitamin, calcium. I'll throw in some arginine in there. Uh, some DAA and uh, citrulline malate. And so these are just like little, little – branching amino acids, different types, and I'll mix that together with some bone broth and I'll drink that down and then I'll wash that down with all my vitamins because I take a lot of curcumin, I take vitamin C, I take glucosamine, I take just, just natural things like that, I'll wash it all down. And then I'll start stretching. I'll do my stretching in the morning cuz I, I I just that, that's a huge part of the answer your question is stretching. Like I stretch every single morning. Unless unless like my kids like need my attention or something like that. Like, every single morning I'm a, I'm like a tin man until I start stretching cuz I am sore usually. So I'll just do my normal stretching routine that I've been doing for a long time and I'm trying to make progress. Like I'm all, I'm like okay, I could reach this far last time. I'm going to really try to exhale and Breathe deeper into the stretch and reach further this time. That's a little yoga yeah. talk, you know. And um, so I'm even challenging myself mentally. First thing in the morning, it just puts you in the right state of mind. And then, uh, and then I just that's basically I'll I'll throw down like a protein shake a day, like maybe like one or two, you know, with a meal. And um, I make sure I get plenty of my protein. I do eat a lot of meat. Got to get down with Gotta that. Get down of, with that. So it's
0: just we're talking cheeseburgers, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, actually,
1: like. <clears throat> For a second there, like for like last month, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and like, I want to see how strong I can physically get. And you look at the world's strongest men; like they're all overweight, dude. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
0: I, I, they they just had a huge competition. Too yeah, recently. did they? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've been I've been watching. I see it on Facebook. Yeah, and, just and
1: like, you yeah. see them on YouTube. Like you follow some of their vlogs and stuff. Like they're eating like 23 tacos at Taco Bell. You know, like they're just like eat just massive amounts,
0: ten thousand plus calories a day. Yeah, like it's sumo crazy. wrestler style diets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inliting. And th- and those
1: and those calories, like they give you power. They do, and they do make your body heal you know you make your body heal Heal. so I'm I'm like you know I'm I'm just gonna kind of like not worry about like my diet so much I'm just gonna take in a lot of calories and just enjoy myself I threw on a lot of weight that was actually I think looking back I think that was kind of a bad idea because now I'm realizing it's kind of hard to lose it it's a little harder now at the age of 35 to like start losing this weight than it was before Um, but I did like I did break my record. I did break a couple of records. At least one record I broke. But looking back, it's like, yeah, I beat it by one rep. But now I have all this weight. All this, now I have like all this extra fat to lose, right? And you know, I'm not off to a great start. I was doing great. Now I'm sucking down these energy drinks. But it's they're good. good. Times. They're good times. Great times. Anyway, so yeah, so stretching. Get, make sure you get the right supplementation. Make sure you get enough sleep. That's huge. I know. You don't want to hear that. Huge. You know, huge I know you don't sleep, sleep too is, much.
0: Sleep is where it's at.
1: Yeah, sleep. I try to get at least 8 hours of sleep, but it's tough when you have, you know, four kids and a baby. I do we do what we can. But try to get that sleep in the best you can. I mean, you you do what you can. And um and like I said, I'm not doing all these things like like right now especially not like training in my garage as much as I used to or anything like that. But if you want to get the best cardio that you can get, if you do this, you're not going to get tired. you know what I mean? If you're really doing these things, you're not going to be tired at all, right? And consult your physician before you do these things because they' <laughs> come after me, right? That's what they always say <laughs> right. um, so yeah, but that's kind of a great routine to before you hit a tournament or something like that. I highly recommend that and and um another thing that uh, just and just getting better at jujitsu is to find somebody who beats you pretty much every time. But he's not like mile or she, it's not like miles away from you. You know what I mean? Like if you're just starting jiu jitsu, like now, you know, maybe don't um try to do this with like Andrew Lowen or, you know, Jake, but try to find someone that's just a, maybe like a belt above you who is around your size, maybe a little bit bigger, who has a few advantages, physical advantages, who's always at the gym and who has your self interest in mind. And just roll with them all the time and. Somebody who, who's not afraid to just kind of beat you down too, like somebody who just doesn't take it easy on you and and just go with that person every single time you get a chance to roll with that person, take it and then just learn what you did last time, right? And that's a great way and then try to like bridge that gap between you and that person. Like if he tapped you out three times last time, like try to make it so he taps you out twice and then try to, ma- try to get it tapped out once and then maybe he'll tap you out twice again, but try to kind of bridge that gap. And the way you're going to do that is really starting to think, okay, because if you just do this with everybody, it, it could be a little bit hard, you know what I mean? But for me, from my experience, it's like, oh man, I just love this training partner. He's so good. He's so much better than me. I want to learn and I want to see what he does that can make me better. For, so for example, let's say that I'm training with you, you're doing this with me, and then you notice I keep getting an armbar from closed guard. And then you go home, you're like, man, you're not only really thinking about all the other matches as much, you're like, man, Ryan... He keeps me in that armbar from closed guard. He got me in it again. So you look up online how to escape from an armbar. Okay, cool. I'm going to stack them. I'm going to and every single another little tip. Every single time you learn an escape, you want to escape with a counter. You know what I mean? You want your game to be really offensive. You don't just escape and be an open guard again. You want to escape the armbar and then land and land and in, in, uh, and passing the guard. And maybe you won't pass the guard every time, but you'll be now you're attack now you're in attacking mode again. So you always want to be attacking. You can take a you, you can take a break. When you're suffocating the guy with an over underpass with your shoulder in his chest or something like that, right? That, that's a good time to take a break. But don't rest until you hit that spot where you're kind of um, making him kind of feel it, where you're in a dominant, make it, and then it's time for him to try to work out of that position. But, anyways, back to what I was saying. So let's say he keeps getting you in an armbar, right? Now, you're like, oh man, he just keeps giving me an arm bar. You study, you learn how to get out of the arm bar, and you finally escape the arm bar next time, next time we roll. And then, boom, I get you in a triangle choke. You pull the arm out, that's the next step, right? Triangle choke, you're like, oh man, that sucks. Don't let it bother you. you like, get excited because, guess like, now I have something else to work on. I cannot wait to get Ryan next time, you know? Now I need to study the triangle. I yeah. got to learn how to get out of the triangle now because he, he keeps getting me in the triangle. And you'll see how this helps you with everybody else. Like, pretty soon you're escaping everybody else's arm bars because you're so good at getting out of the... Armbar, you're so good now getting out of the triangle and let's see you skip the armbar, and now oh no i got stuck on normal plata now oh man what you gonna do you're gonna go back to the drawing board again right you're gonna learn how to now you know and now you know how to escape triangles omoplata's and armbars, and you're learning how to escape and going right into a right into a passing position right into advancing your position on something else right into a submission but try to make your game so dialed into where it's like man I got stuck in quarter mount. I keep getting stuck with him, with, with this guy mounting me with his knee, one arm over me, one leg underneath. I could just try to bridge it and push that knee off me and go back to like knee shield, right? Or I can come underneath and bump, 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 and then land in deep half guard. Which one's more offensive? Obviously the deep half guard position. I'm, now, I'm in a, now I'm in a position to where I can actually be more offensive and I'm not eating all that weight anymore. And, and you want to do this with somebody who is kind of like down to help you out, you know? Like, somebody who's like, hey, after the roll, hey, what did I do wrong? And he'd be like, well, here's how I would escape the arm bar and pass the guard. You know, somebody who really has your self-interest in mind. This is one of the things I love about North Coast Jiu-Jitsu. Like, everybody's like that here. Everybody cares about everybody's success. I think it's so cool. Not every, every gym is like that, dude. Trust me. And not every gym is like that. But it's like, you know, if I have a hard time against Terrence, I'm like, Terrence, like, help me figure this out. He'll be like, Oh dude, all you need to do is this or, or, you know, or, or Jake, man, like I can't like just the other day I was, well, I was trying to figure out something from, from single leg X and he's like, Oh yeah, no, here's what I do. If, if, if they pop the foot off the hip and, uh, I'm like, thank you so much. It's so cool. It's so cool to, to, to have training partners that really care about your success and learning. You know? yeah, it's
0: still working with somebody who cares about evolving both of your. Exactly. Cause this games. is good
1: for them too. Like, let me yeah. give you an example of this. Okay so. Derek, you know you know Derek, right? oh, Yeah, Little brother Chomp. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, bro. Dude, that dude gets down dude, he does. He uh, gets I'm gonna tell down. you the other night, uh, I was
0: talking to him and I said, Hey dude, I said, Hey, you really push me. You yeah. push my cardio. Yep. Are you? And I said, When 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 I'm healed up and I'm mm-hmm. back on the mats, mm-hmm. I said, I need you to push my cardio. Yeah. And I need to work with you because you can that's just the attitude. Push me. That is hard. the attitude though. And and that's what I was talking to him about mm-hmm. because I'm like I need that. I need somebody who's going to yep. push my cardio hard yep. because I want to compete again. Yep. But I know I have to have that gas tank. Yeah. And that yep. dude will destroy you.
1: Yeah. He he has that gas tank. It's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. It's crazy and he's getting so good. He trains I think twice a day, I think. No, no, no. He, he trains, trains a lot. lot. He trains a lot. Yeah. And you know he he's not just going to the to the to the fundamentals class. He's always taking the harder class. I think taking both classes is great. Hey, if you know if if you're a white belt, blue belt, and you want to see the fun, great. I, I love the fun. I love the momentum, mental class. But like, I'm on the receiving end of this with with this guy, right? Because uh, I feel like he's kind of aiming for me. You know, like he's gunning for me. Like he he just um, like we we train a lot. I I help him out. I tell him like like I I want I, can't, I can't, it's weird. I know it sounds really really crazy to say, but I want him to beat me. I care about his. Stuff. I want you to beat me. I want you, know, you guys to get better because like the stage I'm at right now. I'm not I'm like I'll go out there and compete again. I'm sure, for sure, I'll do that with you guys. But more, it's more of a fun thing. But the stage I'm at right now is like what really gets me excited is like seeing you get better, seeing Derek, seeing other people get better and start closing the gap on me. I'm like, wow, his his triangle skips are getting good. Wow, I can't get him in a dark choke anymore. And it's like I've noticed that he's all my little tricks that I throw at him. He's like, you know, he he knows how to block him now. He's he's not getting submitted as much anymore. It's like, wow, that is so cool. Uh, To see that from, from, from not just from the bottom looking up at somebody for me, but also from the top down. It's cool. It's, that's just cool to, to see that happen.
0: Yeah. And you get to see that and, and you know that, Hey, you're a part of helping them. That yeah. That's in, the in their best growth part. and their
1: journey. It's like, it's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if it's, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: And I mean, so, Hey, I, we all know, Hey, you're, you're going to be taking a trip here soon and, and going on. I miss you your, guys. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm oh, saying man. I'm, I'm yeah. still, you know, Jake's still my coach. Yeah. He's still my professor.
0: Yeah uh, and and I'm yeah. sure I'm sure we're going to have opportunities to train again cuz yeah. you you know I'm coming out for some I know. yeah you know yeah, that's going to sure. happen and, yeah, and so, so- I mean, what does that look like for you when you open up your own academy mm-hmm. and now you're, you're, the, you're the head instructor and, yeah. and you're, you're helping everybody on their journey now? Because I, I mean, I know you're passionate about teaching and you've been an instructor, you know, mm-hmm. at, others, at, yep. at other schools mm-hmm. and you, you do instruction here and, yep. and now you're going to be that full time position and, yeah. and we know you're passionate about it. And so, so what's that look like for you?
1: Uh, you know, I'm really excited about it. I, I was, like you said, I was an instructor before. It's not like something new for me uh, doing it full time. I could tell, like one one thing. I'm one thing. I'm gonna have to get used to is like the business side of it. Like, like there's so many things you got to think and worry about. Like, you know, expenses, accounting, like all you know, marketing. Like, there's just it's not just like I go and I teach jitsu and then I go home like it was before. You know, now it, there's a lot of different things to it. Like Jake, talk, Jake and I talk about these things all the time as well. Like, where'd you get your mats from? You know, things like that. Wow, I like the way that color matches the mats. You know, well like your logo, but beyond that, I'm really excited about helping people accomplish their goals. I'm excited to help people lose weight. I'm excited to help people, you know, be able to defend themselves in the street. I know Jake's really passionate about that too. I'm excited to give people a sense of community, like what we have at North, in, at North Coast Jiu-Jitsu. I love that. You know, the way we, we're like a, we have a great family dynamic. I'm excited to bring the vibe that we have over there because like I said, not every gym has such an amazing vibe, you know, and I, I can't wait to bring all those things and give other people that opportunity and to be in that leadership role to where I've been in that position where I'm a, I'm the grinder I'm I'm under the instructor I'm the competitor and kind of like pass the baton to other people and really coach them in competing and then being successful in competition. And I feel like that's kind of like the next step for me, you know, and of course I want to train hard as well, you know,
0: and you'll be out there in the great state of
1: Texas. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the land of my favorite barbecue. Oh yeah. And, and,
1: Black's barbecue. have been around for years. Oh yeah. Years. You know, me. we're going to get <laughs> uh, down. We got to get there. down there. We got to oh, yeah. that place up a few yeah. times.
0: When, uh, when you open up, I'll be making a trip out there. To you,
1: come uh, by. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and like mm-hmm. I said, when you, when you hit that brown dude, I want you to come out and show us your stuff, dude. When, when,
0: uh, have you have you thought of a name yet? Or have you, have you gone down that path? Yeah, I, I have don't a know logo if you I would show you the
1: logo right now, but yeah. the, the audience can't yeah. see it. But I do have the website name. You know, nice. the, the um, I know a website guy. Oh, you do? Yeah, yes. I know. So do I. That's why I'm in good hands on the internet. We should yes, yeah. be doing well. I know yeah. that like, yes. a lot. Like,
0: yeah, he, uh, I mean, that's funny. We were talking about that. the. Mm-hmm. About the- about the website and all yeah. that. And it's like, Oh yeah, you
1: got a good website. Yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. For you. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, yeah. uh everybody listening to this, I would love it. Just remember we're all a part of the same team, you know? And um I'm still gonna be under Jake. I'm gonna try to make it out there as much as I can. It might be a little while because I gotta really focus on the gym and developing the gym and, you know, getting um um students, right? Oh, yeah,
0: it's gonna be a few years probably. But, yeah, probably. Yeah. But
1: but I definitely plan on coming out and uh and and uh visiting you guys a lot and spending some time with my instructor you know who's jake obviously and um just cool it's cool that andrew and i both have our black belts under well well, i'm under jake and andrew is uh, now under Jake too, has a black belt as well so that's really cool
0: and uh it's really cool that you guys are going to be out there together because you can work with each other on the mats and 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 you walk into the school and both help each other out yeah it's
1: gonna be so fun yeah
0: I, i always have these uh these wants to do these things and and I always talk about this in my mind I always talk and I've talked to Angie about this this jujitsu road trip where Mm -hmm. I just I get like an RV or something Mm -hmm. and, and, and rent one and I'm just like okay I'm headed out to Arizona and I'm gonna train at a place in Arizona and then I'm on my way to texas and then i'm gonna train in texas yeah. and then i'm on my way to the, the next state and i'm just like moving from state to state grabbing yeah. grabbing training and stuff and i'm like yeah that'd be so much fun yeah and, uh, it'd be so cool, you know, fun, fun. running to new brownfuls oh Hang yeah 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 and and
1: i whenever we go on vacation we always train at like the local gym you know it's awesome to do that so much experience there
0: you get to see like the different styles of jiu-jitsu that are out there it's all jujitsu, but it's a little different
1: it is. Oh, every single gym mm-hmm. is different. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know, just like what uh, Terrence was saying about, um, you know, Brazilian top team and and the Gracie Academy and all that being more closed guard-ish. You know, that is so interesting. not. That's what I love about you. Is there's just so much diversity in in, in in the field, right? Like even your game, your game is really developing. It's a very unique game. It looks like I'm going to stand up and then I'm going to try to suck you into a guillotine. You know, or You know, <laughs> I'm going to use a tentacle stand up and then I'm going to try to take your back. I think that you, you should keep working on that. I think you'd be really good at that.
0: I'm going to keep working on it to keep working on all of it.
1: So, if you're a white belt, you just need to stay in. Just keep coming to class, you know? Jake always says it all the time like like there's really no secret. Like you just got to keep coming to class. Like you just got to keep coming. Keep coming. Like more mat time, like specifically more 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 um rolling and uh, more learning, more drilling. Like uh, like you just do those things, like you'll get good, and you just continue to stay in the game and you'll get a black belt. Here's the way. here's the thing one of the things I've kind of like learned about jiu-jitsu is it kind of weeds out a lot of different personality types to like for example, if you really have like a real big ego, oh man, I just can't lose. Right? I just cannot lose. And then you go to North Coast Jiu Jitsu and you get tapped out by a lady like Jessie. She'll tap you out. You come your first day, she'll catch you. Dude. She will. She'll choke. catch you. You'll catch she'll catch you on your hundredth millionth day. She will choke the life out of you and yeah. make your eyes bulge out of your head. Yeah, trust me, I know. She's caught me many I times. Know. Me too. I know. She's always on my back, just
0: and um, don't leave a foot hanging out. Oh, she'll, yeah, take, she'll it take it with her home. Still. Yeah,
1: seriously, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, she's getting really good. Um, But, you know, if you cannot lose, like, you can come and you might beat some people and then all of a sudden you're going to lose. And then, like, you will lose. You're just going to happen. you got to get used to getting tapped out all the time. Even Jake said, like, like being a white belt, it feels like you're trying to tread water, like trying to keep your, your neck above water, right? Just trying to survive. You can't handle getting tapped out and losing here and there or just – a lot, because you will – actually, not here and there – a lot, then you will end up quitting. And, you know, that's fine. Jiu-jitsu isn't for everybody. It really is not. Another thing is, like, injuries. Injuries are going to happen. I can't I, – I destroyed my knee. You know, I destroyed my knee, like, twice. And my knee, my knee feels great right now. But I, my uh, my elbow, I can't bend it all the way. Like, when I do chin-ups, I can only touch the ch- my, ch- my chin to the bar. I can't bring the bar below my chin because, look, I can't bend this arm all the way. Because I snapped my arm in half. These things are going to happen. These things are just going to happen. Like, you're going to have these injuries and you have the decision like when you're sitting there in a cast, am I going to, after I heal? when I slit my rib, I was out for a while with just training with you guys. Remember that? And you got to make a decision like, are, are you going to move forward or are you going to quit because of these injuries? Some people was like, you know, the injuries that I had, the broken arm that I, I've seen it, like the, the, the knee injury I had, the wrist, my wrist snapping in half, not me, but other people, they're like, I'm done. You they, they never come back either from ego injuries, not being able to recover, and just thinking you know the the, the risk is not worth the reward. I'm not going to do this anymore, and that's totally fine. I'm not dogging that, I'm not dogging that at all. No, because everybody has different jobs too. Like everybody
0: has different jobs. If, if you're relying on your body, yep, w- at work because you're yeah. in construction, yeah, I, or
1: exactly yeah, serving I, at a restaurant, and holding up training.
0: exactly, and mm-hmm. and if you're doing that, it's like hey, I get it. Like yep. you have to put your family first. Yeah, if you can't train because. It's gonna affect your livelihood. Yep. Totally get that. Yep. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and for a lot of people it's not it's not that they don't want to train. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like, hey, I, I have to put this as a priority first. No, nope. completely yeah. understand that. And,
1: and I think it's okay. And here's another thing, on top in addition to what you just said, mm-hmm. it's okay to be like, hey, I've hurt my knee so many times. I know it's vulnerable. When you roll with me, never do heel, just don't do hooks with me. That's my thing. Like whenever I roll with people, especially if it's no because everyone wants to go for your heels, you know. Right? It's like just don't do any hooks. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, does that mean that there's a hole in my game and I can't get out of hooks? Yeah, probably there's probably a huge hole in my game with hooks. but does that mean I'll pick my tournaments a little bit wisely and maybe try to avoid the ones with the hooks? Yeah, you know, yeah. like if you wreck your elbow, mm-hmm. like you can still walk around, you can still get you can still do stuff, exactly, right? If you wreck your knee, dude, you are like paralyzed. you are screwed, you yeah. know, And so it's okay to be like, hey, just don't do that with me, whatever it is. When I roll with Jake, I always just tell him, I said, he's like, are you hurt? Do you have any injuries? I say, you know, I'm everything's fine, just no arm locks, leg locks, or chokes and we'll be good. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, that's <laughs> funny. Hey, I get you on the knees though in some of the stuff, no, you know I know. Some you... people love uh, them. I'm not dogging yeah. it. Like people have, some people have just metal knees, I guess. Like they're like indestructible. But I'm not me, I'm like, no, don't even go near no. my knee. Like <laughs> a knee bar, I'll tap early a hold. I'll tap early a heel look, I'll oh, just forget it. Oh yeah, but the people who stay in the black belt, you know, the people who who stand for, yeah. for you know, for the long term are always humble and they always are tough and they always just like ha- have that ability to just kind of persevere th- to some extent.
0: So you've been training about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Thinking about all you've done in jiu-jitsu, your competitions, how you progress through belts, mm-hmm. the toll that it's taken on your body over mm-hmm. the years, mm-hmm. what would you want to tell that person just starting out in jiu-jitsu who wants to make this something that they're doing long-term? How do they make this a long-term part of their life and be successful at it?
1: Just keep coming to class. Things are going to come up. You're going to have kids. Work schedule is going be, to be a problem. You just have to make it a priority to just keep coming to class. Keep training. Make some friends. But just make sure that you just keep coming to class, you know, at the end of the day. Um, and we're talking about just getting to that black belt. Honestly, you're going to get your black belt if you just stay in. If you just stay in long enough, you eventually will get there. Um someone wants to stay in and, you know, do some competitions and stuff like that, yeah, you're going to have to throw in some extra stuff. You're going to have to throw in some extra stuff if you want to do – if you want to take competition a little bit more on the serious side. But if you want to – if you just want to get your black belt, just make sure you get there a few times a week and um throw in some strength and conditioning because here's the thing. When you have the conditioning, it makes jujitsu a lot more fun. Jiu-jitsu is not fun if you're just dying gasping for air all the time. It actually kind of takes the fun out of it,
0: you know? In- and when you have somebody who's training and they mm. they really love jujitsu mm-hmm. and 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 they're thinking about quitting though and like like well, what what do, you, what do you tell that person?
1: Yeah, you know, and they're thinking about quitting. Gosh, I never want to tell people like what to do. You know, jujitsu isn't God. Where it's like you just can't, you know you don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Like you have to stand. Like if maybe it's not right for you, but if you're thinking about quitting, I would. Try to address those concerns and overcome those objections. Like, why are you thinking about quitting? Oh, because of my work schedule. Well, maybe you should switch over your work schedule if you can. Is it, is it an injury? Ugh, I've had some bad injuries, dude. You, you will survive. You'll be okay. You, you know, here's, yeah. a, here, here's something that might be kind of controversial, I'm mm-hmm. about to say. But, you know, as you're owning a gym and you think, okay, do, do I deal month to month or do it, or do, you know, people can just come and leave when they want? Or do I kind of like give an incentive to do like a, like a 12-month contract? I can't really say I've really thought about quitting quitting, but I've seen people who really thought about quitting and they stayed in and then now they're a black belt. And one of the reasons why they kind of stayed in is like, well, shoot, I signed a 12-month contract. I kind of got to keep coming now. I got to pay $300 if I'm if I'm going to get out of this contract. So in a way, like some of those contracts like that, it actually incentivizes people. You know what? It's, it's like doing a competition. It's like, now I got to get in shape. You know, I'm, yeah. I signed the year yeah. contract for a set of jiu-jitsu. Well, now I got to go. And doing something like that, it's like, It it helps the helps incentivize you to not because you don't now you don't have an easy out you know what I mean you got to kind of keep coming because sometimes with jujitsu the fun doesn't happen until you hit the blue belt like it's hard at white belt and then when you hit blue belt sometimes it's still really hard you know Uh, but like once you start you know having more and more experience you force yourself to go it's so worth it in the end and I just want to tell people like just like stay and just keep coming and because you're at the rough part right now at the beginner white belt it's gonna get better if you just stick with it.
0: Yeah, you learn more. You learn more escapes. You learn more offense. You learn, and and it gets more fun.
1: You become the hunter and not so much the hunted all the time. You know,
0: (laughs) Andrew will love that conversation because it's basically sunk cost. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, something that we we talked about contracts or sunk cost. It is sunk cost. Yeah. Um, What goals do you have in jujitsu? Because you're 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 going to open up your
1: own academy, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. head professor, and and what goals do you have in jujitsu? At this point. I did the competitions, had a great time. I love being a student. I love being the person who is being taught. I love that. I love teaching as well. That was great. Now I'm ready to move on to the phase of helping other people with what jiu-jitsu has given me, helping them experience that same th- same thing, right? I want to give them the community that we have in North Coast. I want to give them the ability to defend themselves in the street super, super important. I want to help them accomplish their goals, whatever their goals are that Jiu-Jitsu can help accomplish for them. I want that to be my goal. I want to see other people succeed and I feel like that's what really matters to me and, and, and um, I feel like I'm already getting a little taste of that over here at this gym. Everyone's getting so much better and it's so awesome to see everyone just move up and, get, and just get you know, tougher, stronger and just uh, more technical. And just being more hard to deal with on the mat. I love that. That's so cool.
0: Everybody's moving up together. Yeah, that's right. We're all moving up together. It's all getting more and dim- more, really more cool. difficult. Yep. What would you like to add that we haven't talked about already?
1: I will say this. Like, the driving factor in my life is, and I may not always exemplify this the way I should, because I am a fallible human being, and I do make mistakes, right, is my relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian. I believe that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except through him, through believing in what he, his son, in what Jesus did on the cross. His blood atonement paid for our sins. If we have faith in that, we get a ticket to heaven. Because here's the thing. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means all of us, we've all messed up, we've all made mistakes. He paid the price. If We put our faith in him Get trust and in, in, in our trust in what he did for us we will be saved and I I just want to exemplify that the best I can on the mats off the mats and um and help people the best I can and uh and just shine the light of Christ and that's it
0: Ryan it's great to roll with you yeah it's great to learn from you feel the same way about you and we've all learned a lot from your game and when you start your next journey yeah Starting your gym, You're coming out right. I'm gonna come out. Oh, We're yeah. gonna be rooting for you. <laughs> all right, and I'm super excited for you. I'm just glad that we had the opportunity to train for the past few years that we have. Yeah, and I know everybody's gonna miss you.
1: I'm gonna yeah. miss you guys too, and I'm, I'm excited for the ne- for the last few months that I have. And uh, thank you guys for being such a big part of my life. I really, really do appreciate you and everybody else at the gym. So thank you so much for all the great mat times we've had. Great times in the mat. Yes,
0: thanks for being on. Of course, super appreciate it. Thank you, man. All right, brother. Thanks for the invite. I will see you on the mats. All right. Have a great one, everybody. BJJ Matt Times.